Yo. Yo. What up? What up? What up? Hold on, man. Just headed to the car. Okay. Hold on. Close the door. Get this bitch started. I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Guns Johnny. And this is Digging Two Guns News and Views. And that's the car bill. That's what? That's it. That's the car bill. Yeah. Let me turn down the radio because I know that bitch is going to be loud. All right, there we go. All right, all right. Let's get everything going and going and going. All right. So, actually, I did want to open up with a story before we got into tonight's subject. Okay. So, um, I took Aiden to Frankie's Fun Park, right? How old is he? Uh, he'll be 14 at the end of next month. Okay. His birthday's, on Hall- yeah, his birthday's on Halloween. Okay. But, um, so he comes out the house and he's wearing a Dr. Dre the Chronic shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as a father, you're, you're, you know, a father who loves hip hop at that. You're sort of proud of that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh shit, boy, what you know about the Chronic? He says, what's the Chronic? I said, Aiden, who's on your shirt? He goes, uh, I don't know. I got this from Walmart. Now, imagine my disappointment, right? <laughs> like, Dr. Dre's The Chronic is one of the cornerstones of West Coast hip-hop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, one of the best West Coast hip-hop albums of all time, in my opinion. I know uh, you don't... I know you have a disdain towards that album. Yeah, I mean, not really. It's just, you know, it's not my top. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But um, what's it called? So, on the way to Frankie's, I'm like, you know what? You're going to learn something today. And we sat there and we listened to The Chronic the whole time. How do you like it? He actually enjoyed it. When we went to go eat, we listened to The Chronic, right? Mm-hmm. When we went, you know, back to the house, he listened to The Chronic. And guess what? What? He seemed to like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, I guess it's a little different from the shit he listens to nowadays. Right, because oh god, what's the name of the um art, art, artist he listens to? Like Trippy Red? Oh god. Guy looks like a little sewer rat. He listens to that shit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's, yeah. So I actually I have no comment. So I actually felt good having my son listen to some good music today. When I listen, when I hear people like Trippy Red, I just think like, are all these kids depressed nowadays? Right. So, and that's one thing, you know, like I try to listen to some of the new hip hop, right? I don't. You know, I got kids. (laughs) (laughs) I got. I mean, yeah, you want to listen to what the hell they're listening to, right? And there's a lot of. I call it Xanax rap. Xanax, whatever. What is another antidepressant drug? Uh, I call it Xanax rap. But, you know, I felt good introducing my son to the chronic. And it just made me realize I'm at that age where I'm just like, this shit, now this shit's classic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm at that age now. What kind of, how does he listen to music? How what? How does he listen to music? Um, YouTube. Um, 
YouTube, Apple Music, anything like that. Um, I don't know what streaming apps he has. You got to just like shoot him albums to listen to. Yeah, but it's nothing for me to just sit there and just say, "Hey, look, take a look at this." And oh, on um um, on my way taking him back, we listened to two thousand one. Okay. So I've never really listened to that in its entirety. <clears throat> and it's funny because a lot of people haven't. Mm-hmm. So, but that was that. But tonight's topic is actually brought to us by yours truly, Two Gun. I'm going to let you introduce it. <clears throat> I mean, I just w- w- was thinking like how different R&B music is now compared to 10 years, 20 years, 30 years ago. Right. I would just go back 30 years. How about that? Uh, So when I think about R&B music... Let's say 30, 40 years now. Yeah, 30, 40 years. Yeah, because I forget how old we are sometimes. So like 30, 40 years. So when I grew up, I absolutely hated R&B music. I hate to say I did because you know, mm. like my mom and dad, they played a lot of you know Anita Baker, a mm. lot of Lionel Richie, you know music that I found boring. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not that I didn't want to hear R and B. It's just like hip hop was a new thing coming out, right? Mm. So I wanted to hear the message. I wanted to hear you know Run DMC. I wanted to hear all this other stuff. And they were in the house playing Phyllis Hyman and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't like like hip hop music at first. Oh, okay. So we're 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 vice versa. Like it, it grew on me. Like the kid and play stuff and Run DMC. I never was really into that. I always like LL Cool J. Well, yeah, because I think what it was is hip hop was a new sound, and I'm not saying my parents shielded me from it. But anytime it came on, they were like, oh, we're going to turn this crap. And you were just intrigued to figure out, why are you turning this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because somebody always wants something that they can't have. I think I started liking rap a lot around, like, like Kim, Special Ed, Public Enemy, uh, like around that 87, 89 era. Right. The, um, what I called... Um, the golden, the golden age of hip hop. Yeah, but like all that, like JJ Fad and uh, Treacherous Three and Furious Five and Grandmaster Flash. I didn't really get, wasn't really into that. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. But mm-hmm. as I got older and I started to understand relationships and shit like that, R and B took a new toll on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I told the story before. It, if I have, I apologize to my listeners. I remember I used to go in my parents' room and what we call digging in the crate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I used to take a record because I like the record was Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers. Now, this is 94, 95, 96, one of the three years. And um, <clears throat> I only took the record because remember, Big Papa took a sample from Between the Sheets, right? Uh huh. And Between the Sheets was on side one second to last song so one day i got real lazy in a room and i would just you know go back on the record and play between sheets go back play between the sheets go back and play between the sheets right so mm-hmm. the following song was called let's make love tonight and i was being lazy i'm not gonna sit there and lie and um 
I'm sitting there, you know, in the room. The record player's on the other side of the room. That's how old the story is. There's a record player involved. <laughs> but the record player's on the other side of the room, and I let the song play through, and I'm listening to the lyrics, and there was a little girl I was crushing on at the time, and I'm like, damn, man, if I could just sing this song to her. So I decided to listen to the record from beginning to end. And I would say that's the album where I started to fall in love with R&B. And then I opened my eyes to some of the shit that was on the radio. Boys to Men, uh, Jodeci. Yeah, the vote. <clears throat> right. And it just like opened my eyes to all this other shit. And one of the CDs that my mom had that she had two copies of was um, Any Heartbreak. Oh, so go. I'm like, she's not, she's not going to be missing, you know, one of these. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I said, they're not listening to that day in, day out. So that's where my love of R&B came from. Now, going on to current R&B, this is what I don't understand. It's not really R&B. We really don't have any R&B artists other than like somebody like Giveon, Al Hostile. Jasmine Sullivan. <clears throat> Jasmine Sullivan, right. Her. Her. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's not too many heavy hitters when it comes to R&B. There's this new genre. Brand new. Especially not brand new. Right, and there's this new genre called Thug and B. Where like, it's not even, it's hard to explain, dude. I I, I really can't. This is like people who couldn't cut it as a rapper decided to sing. Right, like, let's use Tory Lanez, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. Who does both. Who raps and, he, and sings. And shoots bitches. And shoots bitches in the foot. Or somebody like Bryson Tiller who does R&B, but it's not traditional R&B. Mm. Like, when I think of R&B, I think of, you know, I need you, I love you, I miss you, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Now you got R&B that's just like, you know what? I love you and your friend. You, you know what I mean? With a lot of huh? With a whole lot of cursing. Right. And you know who I blame for this Thug and B movement, though? Who? Jodeci. Really? Yes. Why? Think think back um think back before Jodeci. You had people wearing the um same suits and everything. Mm. You know, doing the dances and everything. They used, to wear, they used to wear matching clothes, though. Yeah, leather. Leather or the starter jackets and hats. Or... <laughs> with the hats to the... No, but here's the thing. With the hats to the back, like, R&B originally used to be tailored suits. Yeah, just with, it wasn't like... It wasn't cool. Dress, like, dress clothes and shit, right? Yeah, well, that kind of faded away on us in the 80s. And then here comes Jodeci with the... You know, baggy leather suits and the baseball caps and the shades. You know what I mean? Well, well, if you say that, you got to say uh, New Edition because they was the same way. No, New Edition still kept with the nice dressy shirts and the slacks and shit. For performances, but their videos, they usually they had regular shit. It was, you know, they nope. had regular. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't start doing that until the Home Again album. Look it up. Now, nah, go look up with them, uh, any uh, Heartbreak videos. Any heartbreak they had on these like Versace shirts and, with these uh, and mango colored pants and shit. 
in the cool it now shit. You gotta remember they was kids. <clears throat> well, cool it now. That really doesn't count because they mamas and stylists were still dressing. Yeah. And they dress, but they dress like inner city kids in those videos. Yeah. And as they started with the any heartbreaks, which we an album we discussed earlier, and if you ever go back on our shows and listen to Classic Sundays, that's one of my favorite Classic Sundays we did. But going up back on with the subject, but when you know you look at the any heartbreak video and um, what was the other video? If it isn't love and shit. If it isn't love, they were just wearing you know studio garb because they were supposed to be acting like they were doing chore choreography. Yeah, but and, and any heartbreak they was wearing like matching. Yeah, matching suits. Like it, but this is what I was saying. <clears throat> they were matching tailored suits. Yeah, but and it was then still it, um, like some, on some hip hop shit. Yeah, and then the "You're Not My Type of Girl" video, they were dressed in like suit suits. It was like a military yeah. type. Suit. Well, that was like a performance video. Yeah, like a, a live but, video. But when you think about Jodeci, like I remember seeing a "Come and Talk to Me" video, right? Mm-hmm. And if you watched that video on mute, you would have thought they were rappers. Mm-hmm. No, I'm dead serious. Tell me I'm wrong. Kinda, but not with the movements they was making. You could no. tell they was kind of singing. They just had that look, right? But that's and what then I said. you got to remember, it. that was the New Jack Swing era, so you got to blame the whole New Jack Swing era. Not just All right, those. so, no, because Guy was still wearing those tailored suits and matching suits. I was about to say, I can we say... was a little older. Yeah. I was say, can we say Guy was the first? But no, it wasn't Guy. Uh, no, Guy... Singing, though. They still were singing. Thing. Guy just looked old. They weren't as old as you thought. Yeah. Uh, what's that one video that I watch and I always get disgusted? Oh, the My Fantasy video. Oh, my God. Where they, where they wearing the fucking banana hammock suit. Yeah. <laughs> funny. Then they got the head dancing in the Speedos. I'm like, wow. That's the, that and Pumps in the Bump. Um, I, that's, I, was about, I was about to bring that video up. Yeah, that that's like etched in my brain as torture. I'm sorry. Like there's two videos. Um, there's um two pump and a bump videos, which, you know, there was the MTV version. There was the BET version. Yeah. <laughs> On the MTV version, which is the one I prefer, you know, he's dressed in the Atlanta Falcons scarf, whatever, whatnot. <clears throat> Deion Sanders is in the video, and they're having a party at um MC Hammer's mansion with Deion Sanders there, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the BET version, where they're in Oakland. At MC Hammer's mansion. No, wait, um, at Deion Sanders, no, they're in Atlanta at Deion Sanders' mansion. And he's in the Speedo and there's a pool party and shit. You're just like, what the fuck are we watching? Right. So you had MC Hammer. You faded out for a second. Hold on. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm getting a phone call. Okay. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry. But um, it was just something about that video that I was just like, nah, fam, I can't do this shit, dog. Mm-mm. Those three videos just took it a little too far with the men's and speedos. Wait. I, I I know two videos that we talked about. What was the other? What was what was the third? 
pumps in the bump. Right. Um, my fantasy, and I want to say Rex and Effects had a little bit of it. Oh, Rex and Effects with the um, Rump Shaker video. Yeah. No, it no. Speedos. They had nah. um just no. It was um what you call it? swim trunks. Yeah. But quasi gay. No, but quasi gay the way they were dancing up on each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, guys, the FCC did not find us on our last show, so no. We're good. We're good. <clears throat> we didn't say anything wrong. We didn't say anything wrong, though. No. We just made jokes <clears throat> about <clears throat> I gotta talk to you about something after the show because I just saw something on um IG and I'm just like, uh, okay. Mm. I can't bring this up on air. We got to talk about it after the show. Okay. Or better yet, um, let me go ahead and text you real fast. Keep the show rolling. Text you. Oh, my God. Huh? I, I might cut me off if you text me because I got my pop up on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, that we want. All right, so I just text you. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, I, I saw the pop up. Oh, we'll talk yeah. about it after the show. All the way. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. That. It's just like I'll go ahead and say this because they're not going to understand. You know what we're talking about. You know. Always a good time with my friend. This is like, really? Yeah, I mean, all that shit is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're off that. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. What is your favorite modern R&B album, and what is your favorite past R&B album, and why? Modern. <clears throat> modern. I don't think I have one. I have one. That's why I yeah. asked. What is it? My favorite modern R&B album is Oxnard by Anderson Pack. Never heard it. Great album. But it almost embodies everything that we grew up on, except for the song Mansa Moonsa. Mm-hmm. But everything that we grew up on when it came to R&B, like subject matter and shit like that, it's embodied in that album. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite R&B album of all time, do not laugh at me, but hear me out, okay? It's Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. That don't count. Why doesn't it count? I mean, maybe it does. It, I, yeah, it does. It, what, what does it count about it? I don't know. I just, you know. I said Lionel Richie, and all of a sudden, you just do the thumbs down. Because, <laughs> you know, he came from the funk era and then into the pop era. Well, he came from funk disco era and then to the pop era. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe but I mean, he's always, but he's always released R and B though. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's with the Commodores or solo, like you listen to the song "You Are" and you're just like, "Damn, this is a good song." You listen to, all right, let's just can't slow down. You know, all night long, that's a damn good song. Yeah, but you like, listen, he couldn't really sing. He couldn't know, and that's what made it impressive to me. You yeah, see, be- when I when I talk about that real R and B, I, I, I you got to think about people who was really like blowing, really singing, singing. Yeah, like and, and that, you know, like the Boys to Men's, the New Editions, the uh, 
even the bars with their high pitch ass voices. But I and oh, one of the voices that I actually enjoy is Dennis Edwards' voice. Yeah, like when I listen to Shaky Ground by um, The Temptations, just the way he belted that song out, it's like this song is so fucking good. But then again, that's that 60s, 70s voice, it's a strong, yeah, he was from the voice. He's from the 70s, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like you know what I mean, like even Lon, not Lon Richie, but um, Smokey Robinson's voice that was just a mellow voice. Like nice very, movie. very velvety. Yeah, but that's why I call really it. That sounds, that sounds gay as hell saying velvety, but damn. But his voice was very almondy. <laughs> his voice was like velvet, you know what I mean? Uh, and like a husky voice, like a Barry White. Like the song I had you listen to the other week, the song "Look at Her." Uh, very strong track, and hearing Barry White's "It's Ecstasy When You Lay Next to Me." That's like. Those were singers. Those were songs. Those were everything that we embodied R&B to be. Nowadays, you really don't have a strong voice. No. Long gone are the days of us having D'Angelo or Cisco's voice wasn't. It was, it, was, it was good. It was good. It was good, but not great. Sorry, Rajon. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this episode, I know you're a Cisco fan. One of the strong, one of the best R&B voices of all time, though, was Dino from H Town. No, that was Sh- um, Shazam. No, Dino's. I think he had one of the best R&B voices of all time. What's it called? Because um, his voice had, say, a country twang to it. Well, he was from Texas. Well, so. I know that, but um. His voice was almost like a country western singer. Mm. Like I hate I hate to bring country music up to it because I know you don't listen to country music that often. Nah. Like a um oh god, who did um Merle Haggard? Don't know none of that. Oh man. I will never tell you to listen to country music, but some of them had some voices and some of them had very, very soulful voices. Like the shit was bomb as fuck. Some did. I was more into like the southern rock. I got you. I got you. Like the, or, like or the Ginnards. Yeah, the Alabamas and the Wet Willies. Oh, play me some mountain music. Or the rockabilly music. Didn't know I knew that, did you? I mean, who don't know that? Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> People might not know whose song it was, but that's, that's one of them songs. Right, 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 right. Like that one song, uh, they got covered so many times. Give me the beat, boy, to feed my soul. I oh, that was um, the rolling drift away. That was Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Mm, but you know, so many people covered it. It could right. have been a black guy, could have been Kid Rock, could have been this guy, could have been that guy. Who knows? Right, 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 right. right who knows right. Who, how you heard it? You know what I mean? But you've heard it. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was it? Uncle Cracker did a um, good version of it. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. <laughs> what kind of name is that shit? <laughs> Uncle Cracker. How about Papa Roach? Papa Roach. Now we're getting into damn um, other genres. Yeah. But then again, you know, R&B was one of those genres that was often imitated. Well, 
everything that was imitated off of R&B, you know, rhythm and blues, everything came from blues. Right, 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 right. Blues but, um, and jazz. But you got to understand, like, there are cer- certain country songs that take that element and you're just like, yo, like, this is actual R&B. Yeah, like, just with is, different instruments. You just switch out the instruments and it's like, the same shit. For instance, you listen to the Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. It's an R&B song. Yep. You know, like I said, just different instruments. Or um, what's that song by Shania Twain? Oh, God, I cannot remember the um, name of that song by Shania Twain, but it was like insanely popular. Oh, still, um, still the one. Still the one. Like, you're still the one I love. Wait, talk to That's an R&B song. Yeah. Just different instrumentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are certain rock songs that are R&B songs. And I hate to say that R&B is the most imitated and duplicated, well, blues is, imitated mm-hmm. and duplicated, you know, genre of music. But it really is. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Which was the original rock and roll. Facts. But, um, like, I'm, I don't know if you notice this, but, um, know this, but the last several shows I've done, just to get back to that old school feel, I do it in a car now. Because remember, yeah. when I when we first started doing a show, I did all the shows in a car. And just to get back to the, you know, authentic feel, that's where I'm doing these shows now, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, like, I'm listening to, like, Serious satellite radio, right? And like, just like going back to what we we're discussing, like, listen. And that's just giving me, you know, more fuel to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Now, I Want You Back is a song that's been covered plenty of times, right? Yeah. I think the one of the most interesting covers I heard was, and don't, don't judge me. I was watching like a country music awards, right? It was Reba McIntyre. Oh God, what's the name of the? Oh God, very very pretty lady. Can't remember her name, but they did this song, and I'm like, this is actually a good cover. <laughs> <clears throat> Martina McBride. Mm. That was her name, Martina McBride. And like, if you ever watched the Grammy Awards where they were doing a tribute to Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Martina McBride was on that and she did Until You Come Back to Me and I'm just like yo that's like, my favorite Rita Franklin song is it really mm-hmm. do you know that's my second that's my I second favorite <laughs> that's my second favorite Rita Franklin song but do you know why that didn't rank so high on me why because I love Stevie Wonder's original version mm. And you know, Stevie Wonder originally wrote the song for Aretha Franklin, so mm-hmm. but um, that's neither here or there. But, anyways, you know, like getting back to the original subject matter, RB is the most often replicated and duplicated genre music, and I said that now. Mm-hmm. Well, it was now, I mean, it still is, but it's just right now. <clears throat> I would say, what would you say is the most replicated and duplicated right now? Right now. Yeah. Um like hip hop. Or whatever form of this hip hop shit is. 
or just urban music in general? Yeah, I would say that because nowadays you listen to the commercials and everything. Mm-hmm. It's always some hip hop breakbeat or <clears throat> like I was watching in the Ozempic commercial, right? Mm-hmm. And they're at like a barbecue and it's just like a hip hop breakbeat in the back or you know what I mean? Like or, radio uh, commercials. HBCU band playing in the back. Right. So <clears throat> actually can can I change what I said earlier? You know who one of my favorite R and B um one of my favorite R and B albums of all time is? What? Songs in the Key of Life. Yeah, I figured you would have said that one. Songs in well, yeah, we've had a conversation about songs in the key of life before. Mm-hmm. Songs in the key of life, for one, it's a double disc that well, triple disc when you um because remember, um, the record, records and a EP. I mm-hmm. mean, not an EP. Yeah, it is an EP, like a four-song EP. But um, when you listen to that, for one, the album does not seem that long because it's fully enjoyable. Mm-hmm. For two, it has some of the best songs Stevie Wonder's ever recorded. And it has one song that always confuses me. The song Contusion, disc one, song four, has no words, right? Mm. But has eight credited vocalists. Mm. <clears throat> Figure that yeah, out. In there somewhere. I would say my favorite R&B album of all time is probably it's a tie between 12 Play and Diary of a Mad Band. Diary of a Mad Band was so good. One of the first appearances of Timberland for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what song was it? Oh, God. What's the name of that song? In the Meanwhile. And that's my shit. Sticky. <laughs> Sticky. What's another? Uh, <laughs> Red Man was on the album. Somebody else was on that, too. Uh, Missy. Missy. But it was Missy's group's sister on it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another album that I could put up there. Uh, you know, everybody says Diary of a Bad Band. I was more of a the show the after party the hotel kind of guy. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna still go with Diary of a Bad Band. So, like, but there's no wrong answer when it comes to Jodeci's first three albums. So, mm-hmm. there, I mean, it's just like Michael Jackson's Bad Thriller and Off the Wall. They're all interchangeable mm-hmm. depending on your mood. And then uh, I would have to go with, other than that, mm, it's too many to really say because all our shit from the 60s and 70s is just, you know what I mean? It's just so much. Right. And the albums were short. And you know me, I'm a ballad person, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go for the stuff with the more more ballads. I said I want a ballad. This ain't no ballad. But you do know what's coming up, though, right? What's that? What's my What's my album from October through January? Mm. We've had a discussion about this on the show. Don't make me remind you. Damn. It ain't no Steely Dan shit, is it? No, no, it's not Steely Dan. What is it? Give Love on Christmas Day. From October to January? Yep. 
October, October, October always kicks off my Christmas season because a that's when I start Christmas shopping. Uh, well, that'll be here before you know it. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I know. Two, um, less than two weeks. But um, give love on Christmas Day is always my um one of my go to CDs from October to January. What's the name of the other Temptations Christmas album? Uh, shit. Hold on, now I gotta Google that shit. What's it called? Silent Night, is it? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Hold on. Give love on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Hold on. The Temptations. Let me go to their discography. Cause why do I want to say it was just Merry Christmas? That's what I'm saying. It was something like that. It was a, it was a... Merry Christmas. Oh, let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> this shit ain't even listed in their discography. All right, the Temptations discography. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Christmas card. That's what it was called? Mm-hmm. The Temptations Christmas card, you are absolutely right. That was the one that had Silent Night on it. Silent Night was on both. But I think the Silent Night that everybody no, knows was on Christmas card. No, because remember, Silent Night... Um, on Christmas card, I think it was just Eddie Kendricks by himself. Mm. And the other one was um, the other one on Give Love on Christmas Day was um, Dennis Edwards and um, oh god, what was the name? Who took over um, Eddie Soprano? Um, what was this nigga's name? Let me see. Eddie Kendricks was on Christmas card. Yeah. <clears throat> Give over Christmas Day was like 1980. That was Glenn Leonard. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Because, mm. yeah, he took over as a um, soprano. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah, that's the one everybody knows from uh, Give right, Love Christmas. Yeah, because remember, um, the first one just had Eddie Kendricks um, doing mm-hmm. Silent Night by himself. And it was like, it was short. It was a real short mm-hmm. version. In my mind. Ooh. Yeah, Christmas Ooh. card came out in 1970. Yeah, and Give Love on Christmas, they came out what? 80. Ten years later. Yeah, that was like the original Temptations after David Russell got kicked out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That was like the strong Temptations. Going into the disco era.
Hold on, I'm about to put something on down. Um, I'm about to put something on. Um, what's that shit called? IG. Mm. <clears throat> so, what were some of the comments we got from last show? Okay, so <clears throat> going on for last show. First things first. <clears throat> Thank you for everybody who's been um. <clears throat> rocking with us all this time and thank you for those who still comment and you know show us love whether we're not but some of the comments were we got a few hate messages about me at the end where I was just like um what did I say how did I word it like September is National Suicide Prevention Month if you know somebody that wants to do it Tell them don't, even though they might not listen. I got a yeah. lot of hate for that, but oh, wow. understand where I was coming from with that. You know what I mean? I didn't mean it as, you know, like you didn't do your part or they're just going to commit suicide anyway. We were just fucking around and being funny. Stop being so touchy. Like, right. One thing I got to say if you're touchy, you can't really listen to our show. That's true. Because we just say, you know, we talk. We talk like people talk in their house. Right. Grab a bite of pussy. One of the things that they applauded was your comedic timing. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, you're not a funny guy, but everything that you said hit and punched <laughs> the way it was supposed to. I think that's because it was three of us on. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm pre- I'm I'm pretty much they dry. they actually applauded you in extracts chemistry. Oh really? That's what's up. <clears throat> they, you know they were just like you know no offense towards me but you're the um you guys are the yin and yang of the show. I'm just a moderator, <laughs> which is cool. I don't mind. A lot of people sort of hated us talking about Michael Jackson being a junkie, <laughs> but what did we say that wasn't true? <clears throat> yeah, then I had to clean that shit up for everybody. Why? So, um, I want to get some of the guests on the show. Like, if anybody want to be on the show, just let us know. Yeah, 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 yeah. For those who leave messages about, you know, show feedback, whatever, or not. If you want to be on these shows, send us a message. <clears throat> and if and if you're a fluffy girl, let Digger know because that's what he likes. Boy, don't give me any trouble. Yeah, I might have a little private thunderstorm show. With, Do with not. His, uh, with his sticky from H-Town voice. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we about to do it on another intermission. intermission. <laughs> yeah, we will not do that. We will not get Daniel in trouble. <laughs> yes, I did use my government name. Not digging. We will not get Daniel in trouble. So let's do this on the smooth shit. Check it out. But we're not ready. <laughs> but we're not done. Kick the bird. I'm going to start using that thunderstorm voice on all our podcasts now. Stop it. Don't do that. <laughs> You're using it right now. Yeah. All the ladies, take your panties off. It's about to get real wet. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> but, um, what's it called? But there, um, for the most part, everybody's glad that we're back to doing consistency because you got to understand this is the third show we did this week. 
Mm-hmm. In the last three months, we did two shows. Yeah, I mean, summertime, people be busy. Everybody be out doing. Their well, thing. yeah, we we normally take a summer break and a winter break. Yeah. <clears throat> Ain't nobody just in the house waiting for us to do no podcast. Right, but we it are. seems like they. But it seems like they are. <laughs> they, yeah, they are. But you know, as odd yeah. as that is, and then you know, winter time it gets dark early. You in the house early. You ain't got shit else to do. Not unless you go on a Friday night football or right. you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But um honestly, like I said, um, when it comes to this part of the year in our podcast, it's busy season for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because this is the time where we just like got a lot to talk about. This is the time of year where there's just a lot going on days, whether it be the political movements, like we have no real major election this year, but um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is just busy season when it comes to the show. And like I said, man, like for four years, we thank y'all for sticking around. Sure. Like, I'm not saying that we're getting better every year, but it damn sure seems like it. Right. Leave your comments. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Please. Talk about please. whatever you want to talk as about. A matter of- as a matter of fact, one of my homegirls, I invited her to be on the show. You know, my homegirl, Christina, who has the That's a Fish podcast? Uh, I showed you a picture last week. Okay. That one. Let her know. Yeah, um, she, but she can only do it on the weekends, on like a Saturday or Sunday. She goes to school during the week. It's Sunday now. That is true. Uh. You think if I, you think if I sent her an invite right now, she'll get on? Nah, don't do that. That's nah, no, nah, because we're already forty-one minutes in. We about to end this yeah. shit anyway. So all you ladies, <laughs> take your panties off. We're about to go down the Fraggle Rock. This nigga here. <laughs> we do not mention Fraggle Rock on this show. <laughs> that is we're one thing to... we don't do. We about to dance our cares away. Worry clap, for clap. another day. <laughs> <laughs> Down at Fraggle Rock. I'll be a guy at the end. Down at Fraggle Rock. <laughs> this nigga. They ain't streaming but, that shit on nothing. I gotta find that shit. Oh no. Um, what's it called? The last time. Oh no, no, no. They do stream it because this is how much of a dick Ray is. Shout out to Ray P. But um, <clears throat> I was at Myrtle Beach last year, right? Mm-hmm. And this nigga puts on his story, look what is streaming on, I think it was Hulu. Like, look what's streaming on Hulu. And he tagged me, and it was Fraggle Rock. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> I want to say they might be going through something with Disney. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Remember, I think Disney bought the rights to Jim Henson's stuff, because I know Muppet Babies is in the lingo right now. Yeah, the original I'm not one. lingo, but limbo. Shit, yeah, the original one. Yeah, Muffet Babies is in, um, in a limbo right now, so. And the new Muffet Babies, I just want to say, is racist because Ralph isn't on there. And everybody know Ralph was a black dog. Yeah. So I feel <laughs> some type of way about that shit. <laughs> Y'all can have crackhead-ass animal, but Ralph got to go? Come on. This motherfucker here. Not feeling that. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. And this was Digging Two Guns News and Views. We will now do our <laughs> statements. Close the statement, Two Gun.
ladies. <laughs> you know what? Nah. I'll do my closing statement in my quiet storm voice. <laughs> Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank Two Gun for being a part of the show. And if you want to be a part of this show or have a desire to talk to me and Two Gun, please consult us through the message box on Anchor. Again, please consult us through the message box on Anchor. Or you can catch us on our IG page. At Two Gun underscore Tony. <laughs> is it Two underscore Gun Tony? Oh, it's two, it is Two underscore it's Two gun underscore t- Gun underscore Tony, yeah. I fucked that up. I apologize. That's that quiet storm voice. And if you want to get in contact with me, that is at Digga2K6. That's at D-I-G-G-A-2-K-6. And this is the end. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say goodnight. Right. Peace.